0: This is the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. Welcome to the Liberator Podcast. My name is Jeremy Kubitschek.
1: I'm with Steve Cochran. Steve, where are we today, man? It's a very good question. We're in some mangrove swamp that you thought was to on an island just off Florida. (laughs) where A hurricane went past early this week. I have no idea where we are, but um, at least we're still alive.
0: Hurricane (laughs) Michael was a couple of hundred miles away from us. uh, And unbelievable damage in Mexico Beach. Didn't really touches here but we did get a lot of sympathy
1: yeah cuz i put a, <laughs> i put a screenshot of the weather map and everyone's been uh, telling us they've been praying for us and hope we're safe and all these things and i'm going we're hanging in there the reality is we've been away for a whole week in one of the most beautiful places we've ever known so yeah
0: we're in uh, we're in Palm Isle Florida we've been with our team and we've been getting away we get away each quarter with our team and we're set here in the midst of a palm literally palm trees all around us and
1: uh, the beach is close to us and uh, we had a we had a fun experience. How tell we, them what we, we did. did. Once again our connector in chief sold it like the greatest experience we're ever gonna have. <laughs> well you're gonna go through a mangrove swamp that's gonna live with you for the rest of your life and then you're gonna hit a blue lagoon was what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had
0: to sell you because a little bit of
1: prima donna of oh, like really yeah. there's mis- mosquitoes is yeah. that where Mus- mosquitoes they yeah. love me honestly <laughs> I'm like there I'm like a gourmet Michelin star restaurant for most mosquitoes luckily they appear to like rich Webber more than me so I'm traveling with him wherever we go <laughs> but so, no this mangrove God tell us a bit yeah there. yeah so
0: uh, what happened is my Kelly my wife and I we came here we, that's where we wrote. Uh, the 100x leader book mm-hmm. um or, or a lot of it a lot a lot a lot of the bulk writing was here and so um we went on this little mangrove um tour of like kayak and paddleboard mm-hmm. and you go through this little creek so you go to this big river and you find this little mangrove little inlet mm-hmm. and you go through and it was unbelievably beautiful it was like you could see the water mm-hmm. you could see the the base and uh well let's just say That's there what was, was like when you
1: went was, let's just say there was a hurricane <laughs>
0: It pushed a lot of water, it was a
1: lot, lot higher. We were in this kayak, without a word of a lie, and there was about probably two feet clearance on average between our heads and the mangroves above us. <laughs> so basically, instead of saying this blue lagoon, it was like brackish, sort of brown water. And um, the funniest moment, though, undoubtedly, we shouldn't really laugh about this, but Brian Fletcher, our CFO, a.k.a. Blueberry NetSuite, basically uh, fell out in the yeah. middle of the mangroves bomb. <laughs> Not only did he fall out, but uh, Justin Westbrooks,
0: who's one of our licensing team members and all-stars, he yeah. uh, was trying to help him in.
1: When he tried to help him in, Blue Braid <laughs> took him out as well. So, two mi- two giants yeah. in yeah. the water. Yep, yeah. We're working on our compassion. Jeremy and I had <laughs> far enough away that they couldn't take us down. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Pure, it's pure laughter. It, like, no help at all. It's just a complete laugh. Uh, uh, he, before you ask, he was fine. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I so wish I'd had a brought a toy snake. Because somebody had wrapped a sort of water moccasin oh, on a tree. around a tree, where you had nowhere <laughs> to go. Anyway, that probably tells people more about my devious little mind. But
0: it was—it anyway. was a lot of fun. And so we we do this quarterly retreats. Tell them, Steve. Tell them why we do what we do. Yeah,
1: yeah for those you know those you've heard before. Part of what we've been trying to do is to answer what are the real challenges that leaders are facing in the digital world, because most leader development is still addressing the old world. And the fifth one that we really identified and really been living out this was how do you lead in a world that is digitally connected that geographically dispersed? The old days, you know, you used to, your team used to be in the office with you. You could take them out for lunch to apologize, whatever you've done in the beginning of the week on Friday. You could go out for drinks, you go bowling, whatever it might be. Whereas we're living in this world now where for a lot of the people that we work with, their team literally appear out of magic, out of, you know, for a project. And some may be in completely different time zones. You know, they may only see each other once or twice a year. And how do you lead people when you don't have the levers you had before? So we obviously have an incredibly dispersed team. Um, I live in London. You now live in Oklahoma. Some of them live in Atlanta, Albuquerque. Where else have we got? Florida. Um, So we're dealing with this global challenge of how do you lead teams that are geographically dispersed but digitally connected and you know talk about a bit about our rhythms yeah. and why
0: and, and not only that but also age differences so mm. we've got um really we have got well the elder uh, you're 48 48 i'm 47 <laughs> you're
1: 47 <laughs> but we uh, have like four, got more hair we're so a little you know, bit older
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's gray yeah, but uh, <laughs> anyway for those who don't know what we look like uh, i have no hair he has gray hair so i don't know i think i'd rather really have gray hair but that's a side note, that'll be another podcast. Um, you wait till you have your operation; that it'll be much. <laughs> Why do you think we're in Florida? <laughs> the uh, what's interesting though is we have all of these young, uh, young. What, what do they call them in the Harry Potter world? Uh, pure bloods. Pure bloods. We yeah. have a lot of pure bloods, and they are digerati. Unbelievable so. from a oh. technology perspective, speed, timing, yeah. all those things. So it's really fun. It's been great to pass on all our knowledge. Hasn't it, really? <laughs> but so but the meeting though what what's so great about it is we've got you know 23 to 48 mm-hmm. in in these meetings and just the age group the connection around the vision is so important so what we're going to do is we're going to share with you um, a couple of things each that we've learned even in this week and how it affects us because once you gather uh, and you gather the way that we do. There's so much learning that happens. There's so much work that gets done. Yep. But there's so much learning in, in AHA's. And for us, we're always learning and creating to make things simple, scalable, and sustainable for mm-hmm. for you. Because our job is to equip liberators, to raise up and equip people, <laughs> the listener, the six million that are listening. Yeah. To um, to really be the type of leader that 100x leader that we've been talking to you about to be a liberator. Mm. So uh, that's what our plan is, our goal. Do you want to start you want me to
1: start? Um, I'll start. All right. Go for it. Uh, so I think I had two this week. One came from... You share one and I'll share one and we'll get back for it. Well, all right. Okay. So my, my first one was this, is we, we, we're in such growth mode at the moment as a company. I mean, we've had a consulting business for a number of years and effectively we're in licensing, we've got giant TV, we've got events, we've got books. And actually, as we move from startup to establishment in some of these places, we've now got teams within teams and one of the statements at the beginning of the week was how do we by coming together and investing enough time I think that's an important reason because there has to be the informal and the formal how do we actually do synergy not silo because even you know it's very easy for some of our guys you know they get they, their heads down we've given them a mandate they're accountable to what they do it's so easy for people to get almost focused so much on their silo And this week, what we've been doing is really trying to get everyone up to speed and watching the kind of ahas in the room as you go, oh my goodness, I had no idea you were working on that or that's incredible. But then there were a couple of times where people were going, well, you've built one of those as well. And we realized that actually both from a relational point of view and from a technology point of view and from a visioning and what are we doing, how to keep a rapidly growing team with just so many opportunities, how do we keep committing to that idea of going, how do we work for synergy? How do we work for real alignment in our team, inside the team? So that was a big aha for me this week and have just kept, obviously, with me. Once I find something, I just keep talking until everyone else agrees. So <laughs> Synergy, <laughs> not side. It was
0: great. It was a great axiom. It was kind of a theme of our week, so it was great. The uh, the one for me would mm-hmm. be vision. And so as as visionaries, you and I, we are always casting vision. But, but what's interesting, when you get back together, you see with your team if there's a gap in that vision or not, mm. meaning is the vision trickling down to them or they're living it out. Mm. And so when we then come back and have strategies underneath that vision, do they actually align with it? And what's so great about this week was absolutely our team is fully aligned on yes. vision. Yeah. In, in our This is part of our HQ team. Mm. What's interesting though, when you think of it, and we work with lots and lots of people and sometimes there's going to be team members or people in your world or the, or the, the family, if you will, hmm. the further you get away from the center, hmm. there's a vision gap. And at times, uh, if there's too much of a vision gap, then that other person might have their own vision. Hmm. And their vision actually becomes quite larger than the collective vision. Hmm. And then there, there's a rub, there's a pull. And I think that was the aha for me is that looking and observing, we have a really tight vision, hmm. with a tight team who are all bought into that vision. Yeah. So we have less drama. We have less... Yeah. Um, issues that would just uh, disruption yeah. whereas you could have other people um, who may be at you know further away in the further away if they haven't been around you have a circle around you yeah. which is back to connecting face time face-to-face time yeah. then those people's visions becomes quite large and that vision then is very disruptive yeah. if they're a key person yeah. and you have to either yeah. pull them back in yeah. Give them the chance to connect back into the original vision because we're not going to change this vision. Yeah. And this person's vision out here doesn't, well, it's like the tail that wags the dog. Yeah,
1: But it does go back. I mean, I couldn't agree more. But if you think about it, I'm getting in our heart, even as we talk, which we've always had this axiom that FaceTime without FaceTime doesn't work. That actually, for people to stay aligned with vision, they actually have to have physical proximity in rhythm. And so, therefore, if you think with our HQ team, I mean, it's a significant commitment of time, resource, effort to go, we're going to bring nine people from around the world, and we're going to have a week together to work on the business, but to give us also time to develop those relationships. Actually, when you think about it, the next orbit out don't necessarily get that experience. Therefore, should it be a surprise that actually, if there isn't that intentionality of what is the rhythm of connecting, and FaceTime alone is not connecting, Human beings need physical interaction, particularly. If you mean like, uh, like phone yeah. face to yeah, stuff. or yeah. Zoom or whatever it is. It is is the idea that actually we're we're learning that vision divergence happens even when you're using the same words if you don't actually have time with your people.
0: And that gap becomes a massive issue. It yeah. becomes a chasm. Yeah. At, t- at times, almost like, hey, can I actually mm-hmm. can that person even reconnect in? Yes, or are they too far gone?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, great. All right. Do you have no one more? I've got at least one more. You should know me by now. I think the other was really just reflecting again on this. We talk a lot about how do you start the day and set your mindset right? What you think, what you believe will shape basically what happens. And we were privileged, you know, many of you know Palm Springs a couple of weeks ago and there's a guy who spoke called John O'Leary and he asked this question as someone who'd been burnt hundred percent of his body as a nine year old, really probably shouldn't have survived incredible story of courage you know he's he's there with all his fingertips have gone he's got his knuckles and he's playing the piano to us he's got four kids and it was like one of those incredible experiences but he asked the question he said what do you think the first question is i asked that everyone asked. we were all like why me why me but what he actually challenged us to do which i think is a mindset charge in our world is to ask the question from the other way around why me why today do I get to be with people I love, do something I love, have an amazing wife, have an amazing home? Why do, why do I get to enjoy today, despite its challenges, despite all the things that life throws at us, because none of us get a you know, free ride, but that mindset of going, why me, to count our blessings, to kind of just begin that day, and that you know we talked before about that spiritual, the SQ piece of just going, always say at the start of the day, why me, what, why do I get to walk today with Jesus. Why do I get that privilege? I don't deserve it. Um, Why do I get to have you as a business partner? Well, that's maybe a different issue. Uh, (laughs) But kind of that why me, why me, why me? But (laughs) rather than why, why me because I don't have, why me because of all the things I do have? So you end up basically celebrating and being thankful at the start of your day. So I've been using why me as my shower mental, mindset chart. I hope you've noticed the difference awesome.
0: <laughs> you're much better <laughs>
1: <laughs> obviously instant gratification and approval <laughs> is obviously what this Pioneer Connection needs that's
0: right no the, the last one for me uh-huh. and the last point we have is um, every re- one of our retreats at the very end the last day mm-hmm. we do a dinner a gathering and we do these in Giant and if you've been around Giant and you know our, our any of the Giants uh through XCOR or any of our programs we have different dinners. So we have a future dinner, a hope dinner, we have celebration dinners. We've got just various different uh, concepts about how to celebrate and how to do, uh, how to carry the room, carry the table at an evening time. So the social mode. Well, what we did uh, was we, last night we had a gathering and we decided, you know, we just, let's just celebrate. Let's have a celebration time. So the phrase that we use is people become the conversations of those around them. So think of it, people become the conversations of those around them. We've talked about this before, but I'll just give you what happened last night. Um, we had all of the guys, we all knew it was coming. We've done this, I don't know what, hundreds of times. <laughs> and yet it was one of the most powerful nights, every time it is. Uh, and what you do is you just basically celebrate a person and you'll pile on. We'll say, okay, uh, Hunter. And we talked about Hunter and we pile on on Hunter. Mm-hmm. And it just went around the room and there was just some, there was just some amazing uh, mm-hmm. times last night. And at the end of it, we all looked around and what that does for your vision, mm. the vision is like throttling yeah. at all time high. Then, team camaraderie, yeah. teamwork was like there. Yeah. So, trust there. So, uh, what it does is, yeah, FaceTime is awesome mm. and it's so helpful. But how far can you go in I'm a video conference?
1: It? Yeah, that's so good. I mean, I think, I think the thing is as well that people experience, they feel something. I mean, gosh, I mean, most people cry. And I think, kind of, you know, Americans love this kind of. You're a bit more less cynical than us Brits. I mean, trying to do celebration dinners and and future dinners and call we've done dinners, them. We have done them. And what I'll say is this: is people run on encouragement. And I would say, in different parts of the world, we've we've got used to living on virtually nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm Joke and say most Brits will any ever find out what people thought about them at their funeral, at the funeral. because right. we only ever say nice things to people because it's like. We don't when you get getting too far above yourself. I mean, the Australians have got this to a new, new Zealand. The tall poppy syndrome, yeah. which is, hey, don't get above yourself. Remember where you are. If you grow too Not high, we're going to cut you down. Yeah. So learning how to be an encouragement to one another, to speaking the truth in love. Now, there are times when it's challenging. But honestly, I don't know about you. I mean, I record them for the simple reason is there are times in the challenges of leadership and the imperfections of ourselves and the challenges of dealing with people and clients and all those things where you go, is it really all worth it? And then you go back to that this is what we're committed to, this is our vision. And these are the people that I have the privilege to make this journey with. I would I would lay my life down for all of them. You know, I mean it's like there is a level of camaraderie, there's a level of trust. And Bronson, who's been, you know, building giant T V for us, which you know everyone's gonna see at some stage, we were blown away this week. But Bronson said his reflection to Mike when he took him back to the ferry, he said, I love your team. Do you know what he said was the main reason? I do. There's <laughs> <laughs> a rhetorical oh, question. Oh, yeah, Connectors don't do rhetorical <laughs> questions. So he said, you fight so well together. And what he really meant was this. He said, most teams, there is questionable psychological safety. He said, you guys love each other so much that you hammer at things and disagree with each other or get, you know, and everyone buys in and the outcome is so much better. And I think one of the reasons we can do that psychological safety is because when we do things like the dinner last night, we hear what we truly believe about each other. So no one feels, oh, you took my idea down. You don't care about me. It's that, how do we learn to be together as a team? How do we learn to then do amazing things together?
0: I think the interesting part about vision, and I'm just making this up on the spot because I'd never, it just hit I never
1: believe we ever yeah. do that on a podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, just, it just hit me. The higher the vision. Yeah. The, the the more uh, potent the vision, the more qualified you need your people to be. Mm. The higher level of talent you have yeah. to have. Yeah. And we have an unbelievably high vision. Yeah. We're just talking about it. To go, we're about to launch a global broadcast, and or a, a, that's coming up in, in January this next year. We're about to launch a business um, that is a TV network in essence. It's a mm. it's a multimedia network called Giant TV. And it's Netflix of leadership. We have this vision to do certain things. And so we need to have people. We need mm-hmm. to have quality people. Mm-hmm. But every quality person mm-hmm. needs affirmation. Yep. They need personal yep. connection. So if yep. you're only trading on IQ, yes, and you haven't done emotional intelligence together, yeah. or there's no S Q together, or there's no like core, yes. so that's authenticity. So all of you listening, as you as you listen to this, I hope that you're you're hearing just maybe you're challenged a little bit maybe you're encouraged in some way to go your team is so vitally important do they have a vision gap um, is there is there synergy um, is there something that you can do are you personally aligned with why why me hmm. are you celebrating your people are they are they hearing and understanding that you're for them hmm. if you're if they're not hearing and being affirmed that you're for them hmm. then it's going to be almost impossible When there's tough days, tough months, tough Mm. weeks, that they will follow you. Mm. It's almost like, oh, yeah, great, here he comes. So so in our case, we have an unbelievable team that wants to follow us, but we want to be with them too. But we so value each other. It's a team. It's not like hierarchy in that regard.
1: And that's that piece of leaders having to lead through influence more than positional power in the new world. So either people want to follow you. You are a leader worth following, or you're not. Well, you can usually tell because when you turn around, who's following you? Mm -hmm. I think you and I, in all humility, look around and go, oh my goodness, these people are remarkable and their skill sets and their commitment to the vision and to us personally blows me away. So I think the thing is we all look in the mirror and we see, you know, we see all of the things we struggle with, our tendencies, our patterns, but in things like last night when you get your team together, you invest the time, you invest the thing, you'll find out what the culture of your team actually is by whether people are able to celebrate each other.
0: So if you want to do it and try it, uh, it goes like this. It's really simple. You gather, you have a meal together, either at the meal or after the meal, you gather in the living room or around around the table and you just simply, um, what do you want to celebrate? What do we want to share mm. in someone else? And you start. So just giving specific instructions, uh, we go to uh, Conley and we start with Conley. And one person will say something, hey, I just want to say I really appreciate it. Your age, you're working so hard. You're doing such. And and we then share. And then Steve piles on afterwards and it goes around the room. And everyone gets a chance to say something to, to call them up or celebrate that person. It doesn't have to be cheesy. Nope. It can be really specific. And But what gets unlocked in people most of the time is people will say, not in our group, but in other groups we do it. I've never done this in my life, or I've never heard this in my life, and yeah. that's when you realize that affirmation is just gone. As in most adulthood, yeah. uh, we give it to kids, and then there's a certain point where, like, yeah, 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 you're good. Just go be a man.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think kind of we often say that when people are going, how do you get kids like yours? I go, most kids in their early first seven years need to know two things. They like they got a pen and paper, thinking it was going to be really profound, and it really says. We will, most kids need to know you're loved unconditionally. Now, love means more than, and I'm proud of you. So if you think about that, what is it we're often doing in these places? In adult speak, even with a little bit of Britishness thrown into it, what we're really saying is, this is what I love about you. This is what I'm going to fight for in you. And I'm really proud of what it is that you are. So in some ways, it's interesting. It's reconnecting almost with that visceral need of humanity to go, I need to know that somebody loves me. And I need to know that someone's proud of me. And I think that may be another little.
0: So insight. our our challenge for you is do something uh, intentional with your team. Yes. Get a get a game plan. Get when a are you going to do? Yeah, a rhythm. When are you going to meet? How are you going to meet? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? And you have to you have to go through that inhibition mm-hmm. of like, oh, they're going to think this is weird or cheesy <laughs> or whatever. I guarantee you, the first one's going to be hard. Yeah. But if you do it right it will just take your team to a whole nother level.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Good.
0: Any last thoughts? Steve-O?
1: No, you've had my last thoughts three times now, so that's good.
0: <laughs> so we're uh, we're on our way. You're back to England. I get to come visit you. We'll do yes. another podcast uh, yes. in London, yeah. uh, which will be really fun. Uh, we do have a lot to, to share with you all who are listening. Uh, we have a lot going on, and we're excited. We, we have the 100X Leader Summit is going to come out in uh, March of next year with the book launch. And we're giving an opportunity for people to host the 100x, um, basically a host site for the host, the hosting the event. I can't get the words out. The Leader Summit. The Leader Summit. But I can't get, uh, my, my, my thought for all listening is um, if you'd want to participate, we'll be giving you information soon. So our next podcast will be laying it all out so you can know exactly how you'd want to participate. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's going to be a powerful, it's a two and a half hour, three hour experience and all and you can host it and it's free. And that's the fun part. And so uh, more on that later. But uh, really grateful for you, really grateful for our team, all of those things. Thank you for for being a friend. Hopefully you uh, take some things from this. And if you ever have anything that you need, just reach out to us with uh, any emails at conley.rader at giantworldwide.com with any questions you might have. We'll talk to you next time, bye-bye. thanks so much for listening. That concludes today's episode of the Liberator podcast from Giant Worldwide. You can find out more information about us online at giantworldwide.com.